episode of Motown and Coney. I think this is going to be an all sports edition. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, I know you got a ton of stuff sports-wise that you want to talk about. Um, I don't know if we should start with the Lions, the Yankees, or, or your New Orleans Pelicans at this point. Yeah, it's just uh, it's a a mixed bag of craziness going on, man. Like, I don't know who to trust in the NBA right now. Cause I, <laughs> I don't know who to trust in the NFL at this point. If you would have told me three weeks ago that New Orleans, the New England Patriots would lose to the Chicago Bears in a game that wasn't close, I would have called you crazy. Yeah, like it's confusing me as a as a better and as a fan mm-hmm. of uh, NFL. I don't know what the hell is going on. And if you would have told me like the Utah Jazz and the Spurs would actually be um, decent, good, yeah, yeah, like I would have thought that you were crazy because like both of those teams. And I'm like, oh my goodness, they got like a lot of hustling grit to them. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I feel like the sports world is upside down. I don't think anybody wants to win the NFC West at this point or than the NFC South. Yeah, and it's 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 just it's mind boggling, man. Like I I don't know what's going on in Tampa Bay. I don't know if it's Tom Brady's declining or I don't know if the team is actually really not that good around him. Like maybe he Well, I think the offensive line definitely is terrible this year. Um I still think Evans and, and Goodwin, I don't think – I think Evans is still good. I'm not sure if Goodwin is fully healthy. Uh, yeah, they, they're dropping a lot of balls too, man, which yeah. is nuts. Like, yeah, they got Tom Brady dropping iPads like crazy and breaking them. So. Yeah, the, the Buccaneers have – I actually think Tom Brady has broken more iPads this year than um, they have wins at this point. Oh, and you know what? They they said they don't like us saying iPads. So, oh, uh, surfaces. Surface Pro. Yeah. Surface Pro. <laughs> yeah, you, you, guys, you guys knew what we were talking about. but <laughs> right, exactly. It's the Surface Pro. Uh, yeah, the, the world's know. upside down. Jacksonville seems to be pretty good. The Giants are what six and one. The Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated. Green right. Bay is and terrible. The Vikings are six and one. The Lakers are terrible. The Brooklyn Nets are terrible. The Yankees got swept. It's oh just... yeah, go go ahead and celebrate. You you wanted the Yankees. <laughs> Cleveland couldn't get it done for you, but the Houston Astros said, "Hold my beer." Right, exactly. I'm actually happy about that sequence. Uh, never been a Yankees fan, man. They, they remind me of, of the Dallas Cowboys and, and uh, you know, the... Uh, uh, 
So I'll, yeah, just those teams. I was I, a Yankee fan for a moment. Uh, for not, it's funny. I wasn't a Yankee fan for any of the players. I really like Joe Torre as a manager. I can understand that he was actually a a strong manager too, and, he, and a polarizing figure. You know, he reminds me of some of the popular uh, coaches that back in the day, like hard nose, like you know, mm-hmm. the coach for Green Bay Packers, the you know, just a Saban. Uh, you know, just always hard nose. Like that's I used to love Joe Torre. I don't know what happened. It felt like when he left, it felt like the Yankees wasn't the same. And I wasn't ever a Girardi fan, so Yeah, and Girardi went to Philly and got fired halfway through the season and now and they're in the World Series. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, I used to love Joe Torrey and Bobby Cox, just watching them two manage how they manage the game, all the different personalities they had to deal with. Um, yeah, that's true. They always could surround some good talent. They always had like a, a good GM that can always put some good talent around them. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for um the Astros to win just so uh I can't think of his name now. The the manager for the Astros. I see his face. Um Oh, Dusty. Yeah, Dusty Baker, two pick. Yeah. Um, I think it's long overdue awesome. that he gets a manager as, as get some ring as a manager. I mean, he's been with the Giants, the Reds, and now the Astros. So, yeah, that'll be awesome if Dusty Baker wins something, man. I, he's been around for quite a while, and it'll be good to see him finally, uh, you know, win something. And it, you know, I, I really appreciate him too. Uh, one of the first black managers that really stood out to me had a polarizing personality. So it's only right that Dusty Baker wins something. Yeah, and and, and still to this day keeps the two picks. So um, him and Malik still Yoba two made picks. two picks <laughs> look cool to me. <laughs> so, Rodney, today was a crazy day, man. I'm at work. And my phone is going crazy. Like every time <laughs> I look at my phone, bing, bing, bing. Every time it's a Kanye. Headline. Yeah, I was gonna like, say we're getting hit with the Kanye West news. So I woke up to, or no, I was at work actually when I think Adidas dropped him. Then, then I get the notification that his um, agency dropped him. Then Jalen Brown and Aaron Donald. Um, and, God, I must be really out the loop because I didn't even know he had a sports agency. Um, yeah, that's that was part of his money. That was a big part of his money, too. Like, he, yeah. he was recruiting, like, the biggest. Yeah, which was, was nuts, man. His sports agency took a huge hit. And yeah, well, his net worth went from, what, $1.3 billion to $400 million? Yeah, because a lot of his money was was basically like set in stone and set in contracts, and a lot of those contracts just got voided because of uh, his actions. So he wound up actually losing money from what yeah. I read. Like yeah, yes, Forbes Forbes readjusted his net worth down to four hundred million. So 
Which is still good for me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, the average person, yes. But to go from yeah. 1.3 to $400 million, you, you just like got $900 million of your net worth uh, wiped out, I would be hollering right now. Right, that's what I was saying. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's just readjusting your whole lifestyle, man. I guess that, we that, did have the man, answers. matter. Right, exactly. And the way that he's been, you know, going on his rants and everything, I wonder if this trans- changes his whole mentality. I don't think so. Himself. Oh, you said you still think he's going to still be wild? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It cost him, like, all types of deals. And like I said, I've just seen Foot Locker drop him and a couple other stores, and it's just, it's all bad. Yeah, so... Right <laughs> We, we well we talked about Kanye or Ye on on Monday's episode. So um, if you haven't, go back and check out our thoughts on um, Ye and shoot, we said disappointing, but hell, his two thought twenty twenty two might be horrific at this point. Yeah, that's you definitely right about that. It, it's really horrific for him. And I was just reading some headlines right now, and I just was looking at what Russell Simmons was saying, too. I guess he was going for the the better outlook if you haven't seen what Russell Simmons had to say. Russell Simmons was basically saying that now Kanye is free. He can help the community like he wants to. And I don't think Kanye wants to help the community. To be yeah. Honest. I don't. Yeah, let's see. I'll give him a few months to see. I know he has the school or whatever, but yeah, I'll withhold judgment on uh, Russell Simmons' views. Let's let's just revisit that in a, a year from now, see how much Kanye has actually done in the community. So I have a question for you. Uh-huh. It's been all the rage, especially on the Valini and I was about to say Foster show, but it's Valini with Rico. Should the Lions fire um, Dan Campbell? Ooh, I've been seeing reports about Sean Payton possibly wanting to. He sees like a lot of bright spots with the Lions and and he figures he can come in and help. Um, It's just rumors I've been hearing, but. I don't know, man. I really like I like Dan Campbell's grit. <laughs> Somebody yeah, watched every episode of Hard Knocks. Yeah, it's just something about him, man. And he can't help that it's a lot of injuries going on and and stuff of that nature, so, like in concussions. Like it's it's nothing that he can really help because that offense was flowing. We seen that, and then like they got stifled with with injuries, like. It wasn't like nobody basically stopped them. It was just the injuries that really stopped them, basically. So I'm going to go with, I feel like they should fire him. Oh, wow. That's tough. So here's, and it really actually has nothing. (laughs) Well, it does have stuff to do with with, um, some of his in-game management decision but i'm never a fan of hiring the coach and then hiring the gm um i feel like ultimately brad Holmes should have got the chance to pick his own coach 
Um, so that goes into a lot of my thinking, allow uh, Brad Holmes to bring in um, his pick. Um, not Chris Spielman's pick, not Rod Woods' pick. Um, allow your the the GM the autonomy to hire his own coach. I like Brad Holmes as a person, but I'm I'm never been a fan of hire the coach and then hire the GM. Yeah, that's true. That's that's a hell of a way to go about it. I just feel like. I, don't, I, I see a lot of GM changes, and I think it definitely starts with the front front office, right? Like, I just looked at the Tigers. Did you see the Tigers hired, like, a new GM, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah. Scott Harris, I believe, is his name. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's just – it feels like it starts with the GM first, and you want to build it, like, from the ground up. And I would hate to be that team to just, like, keep going through GMs over and over again, but – I don't know. You got to do something to get it right. So um, I do fought Brad Holmes with the whole. It'll be interesting to see what they decide to do with Jared Goff because um, the last two games he has uh-huh. been horrific. Man, he's been horrible. Atrocious. He reminds me of last. Oh, man, atrocious ain't the word. It's the <laughs> same stuff as last season, though. What cracked me season. up is. Uh, Somebody called the Valenia Foster show talking about, you know, if the guy would have hung on to the ball, you know, we had three fumbles. Jared Goff had two of those fumbles. Yeah, he does. He has two of them. And and not just – he's not only fumbling the ball, he's throwing picks too. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you even stop it? You're shooting yourself in the foot. He's had, just what, like we, two or three pick sixes this year too? Oh, yeah, just – one against Philly for sure. One against Dallas. Um, one against oh, one against New England. Well, yeah. two, two basically against New England. If you really think about it, I think we tracked them down. But it just feels like he's just giving the game away, man. When it comes to him having the ball in crunch time, he reminds me of Jimmy G. Like he, he's not a game manager at all, and he can't get you a win. Yeah, I, all I don't know. I feel like the Lions and the Lakers are in similar positions. <laughs> no, they are, and it's, it's painful to watch, man. And and you know what? I was gonna since you just brought up the Lakers too. I was gonna say something also. We do a lot of hot takes around here, and I don't hear anybody saying some of the things that we definitely say in our hot takes. And then all of a sudden, I I tune into ESPN and some of these other shows, and they it feels like our hot take just pops up. Because <laughs> I was saying how and it just I don't know maybe I mean it's a small sports world, but the exact same thing that we were both stating about Anthony Davis and how he doesn't seem like he's excited to play at all, and he doesn't he's not the same person. Like he's definitely a shell of himself also. And I would look at his decline being even worse than Russ's decline. Um, your best, you know, your I best player is thirty eight. Exactly. Or I should say, about to be thirty eight. But yeah, and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like I said that, and then next thing you know, I heard another, uh, you know, ESPN. Basically, they were saying the same thing, like word for word. And I'm like, damn, 
Maybe so, we so do let, have listeners like yeah, <laughs> so, like word for word. Like so, let me ask you this. I uh-huh. think we I think we both agree LeBron's the best player on the Lakers. Who's the oh, second who's the second best player? Wow. You know what's crazy? The second best player in my opinion, and when he gets back from injury, I felt because like I like we discussed game managers. Um this man can score and also has a low turnover rate. And that's the thing with the Lakers, man, like you need somebody that's not going to turn the ball over, that can draw fouls. I would say it's Dennis Schroeder. That's, yeah. That's messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. He's injured right now. But I would say it's Dennis Schroeder. He can actually score the ball. He can, you know, he, he isn't a used turnover bug. And he can also facilitate. So they need that right now. And Russ is, I don't know what the hell is going on with Russ. It feels like he's playing his way out the league right now. But, um... Yeah, he's having a tough time, like, acclimating to whatever's going on in his life right now. Um, and also with uh, with AD. Like, I, I don't know who the hell that is. Like, he looks like a shell of himself. It, it, it's terrible. It feels like he's scared to go on the inside and play because he's scared of injuries or to step on somebody's foot or it just feel like he's but, scared to draw a contact. Yeah, I don't know, but... <laughs> I fought I fought the Lakers as an organization though too because if what you're saying and I mean there's something mentally wrong there like I feel like you not only get him in a weight room you have him see a therapist you do all of the things I don't know it's just I feel bad for LeBron um I don't know. I, f- I feel like LeBron and, and, and Tom Brady are kind of in the same position. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I won't say the Lakers by far has a worse roster than Tampa Bay's, but I, the, the talent around them is failing them. Um, and shoot, yeah. LeBron was signed two more years with the Lakers. It, we talked about GMs. Um, I don't know what the Lakers' plans are because um, I don't think Frank Vogel last year was a scapegoat. I don't see so far much improvement under Darvin Ham. So I don't know what happened with Rob Polinka after this year. Right. And you know what's crazy? Like, you, you held on to Russ, and you held – it's not Rob Polinka's fault. It's definitely not Darvin Ham's fault. Um, you thought that the guys that you picked up, you thought that they were going to be dogs, and you thought that yeah, they were going to have Yeah, because you, you mortgaged the system to get AD. Exactly. And it's time to actually let AD go. And I was going <laughs> to say, if you want to have a fighting chance, if you want to have a fighting chance – and you want to have LeBron at least go to the playoffs and give you a puncher's chance, it's time to trade AD and Russ and see what you can possibly get. And let go of those draft picks, too. If you got to bring in Miles Bridges, if I mean, not Miles Bridges, I'm sorry, but Miles Turner, if you have to bring in uh, Buddy Hill, and then maybe, and that's just for Westbrook and draft picks <laughs> right there. If you can trade AD somewhere else and get some decent people, somebody else decent, like, go for it. 
Go who's, for it. Like, so who's more? Let me ask you this: Who's more disappointing, the Lakers or Brooklyn? Oh, the Lakers for sure. Lakers are definitely disappointing, and like we expected them to be bad. So, but I thought I thought Anthony Davis would be the number. People said that he's number seven in the world, number so, eight, top ten in the world basketball player. He's not playing nothing like it at all. I don't even think he's a top ten. Anymore. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Brooklyn. Oh wow, that's that's shocking to me. So okay, I got a good one for you, Rodney. Would you consider Kevin Durant a top ten? In the NBA, yes. What about Kyrie Irving? Mm, top fifteen, top twenty, somewhere in there. Right now, where do you even have Anthony Davis? Like our expectations and what he was before. Anthony Davis. He's like mm, top thirty. Top top fifty. Maybe top fifty. You're right. I mean, it's a bunch of young guys out here. Russ, because he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's Russ, not good. Top, Russ is like top. And I guess that's why I say Brooklyn is more disappointing to me because I didn't. I didn't really expect much of the Lakers. They're worse than what I thought they were going to be. But I thought, I thought Katie, um, Kyrie, and and Ben Simmons could figure the the shit out. Um, and do something, but they just, I don't know. I mean, hell, if I'm Steve Nash, if I'm Steve Nash, my my best player didn't wanted to get rid of me. My second best player was trying to get out and go to L.A. My third best player can't shoot. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. Not much you can do. And you you know, you can't sit up here and blame the coaches. You can't blame you can't blame the GMs because you're expecting so much. And I believe that this game the game is a little different too. I love what the Chicago Bulls are doing. They realize they don't have a, a plethora of three point shooters. So what they're doing is they're just driving to the basket. And I feel like the Lakers going six for forty eight or wherever how horrible they're going. I mean, come on, man. Like, figure out something and, and put the ball in the hoop. Go to the line. Go to the rack. Like, we need decent shooting from you. And with AD, he's not doing any of that. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. It would be crazy. But I don't think the Lakers or Brooklyn right now make the playoffs. No, they won't. No, they're actually they're an embarrassment to watch. Um, Brooklyn, less Brooklyn might sneak in there because it's not really the competition out east isn't really that. Okay, well let me yeah. ask you this: Are they ahead of Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. No. Are they Boston? No. Chicago. No. Miami. No. Who else is in it? Just trying to think. Okay. New York. Yeah, no, no. I, I I really like New York. I like the... They got some fight to them. They're really feisty, too. I really like New York. That, that's a damn good pickup. I like what they did um, with, with Brunson. Philly. Philly 
is a really good team too. It's just they got off to a crazy start. I didn't realize that MB is battling through plantar fasciitis. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's battling through that. So a lot of his games been duds, but because he's fighting through that, and he's trying to make sure he take care of his family. I, I appreciate that too. He's been balling. Atlanta. Uh, I really like Atlanta. I so, like I like uh, the pick of Dejounte Murray and and Collins is back and of course you can't forget about a couple other players that they have too and so that's really like seventeen team. right there. I mean, I mean you still got Detroit, Indiana. Uh, so I, I I don't I don't play in. Baby, <laughs> which who would have thought you'd be saying that with the Brooklyn Nets? Man. That they, <laughs> yeah, you had that Stephen A. Smith face thinking that they was gonna do something. No, <laughs> wait a Pull minute, the, the Jim Morrow playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> Don't talk to me about playoffs. We can't even win a game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where their wins come from. Same thing with the Lakers. I mean, you're definitely not putting them ahead of Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, the Clippers, Minnesota, the Pelicans. Hell, I ain't even named Memphis yet. Utah's better. San Antonio's better. Lakers might be the worst team in the Western Conference. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know who's who's worse than the Lakers in the West. Man, you know, I was sitting here just thinking, some stuff just came across my timeline. Sorry about that. Phone <laughs> going a little in and out. It's saying now that Russell Westbrook is doubtful, which is insane to me. I don't understand how he's doubtful. He isn't doing anything. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh, I just yeah I, I don't, don't get it. it's a bunch of drama. Yeah, I don't know if I'm the Lakers playing as their their best hope. Yeah, uh, man, I I had them. Remember I said earlier I had them as a six seed. Yeah, I don't even have them like as a six seed, man. Like they're I don't even see it. I don't see them as a six seed at all. Like that's. I don't even see them as a play-in team, to be honest. The yeah, I don't. I don't either. That's. I. I really think they could be the worst team in the West. Yeah, and a play-in team, no, not going to even happen, man. I, I don't see it. I'm. I'm willing to bet the farm that they're not going to even do. They're not going to even do that at all. They're not going to be a play-in team. <laughs> I wish LeBron could take a sabbatical for next year and just. Come back with and play whatever team the Brownies on. I I think what he's gonna do is probably clone himself. It, <laughs> he has to do something, man. Terrible. Yeah, yeah I, I I hate to say it, but I I I don't know where the Lakers' wins come from. Yeah, like your wins, you were supposed to beat Portland. You were supposed to do a couple of other little things, too, to at least bring together a couple wins. Your best shot was probably Portland. And you don't, you actually played pretty decent against uh, the Clippers, 
it just felt like they could have did a little bit more to win against Portland. Like I, Russ having a horrible shooting night and again, just Russ, I don't know. Russ, me and Russ. Lost. Yeah, I'm I'm lost on the Lakers right now, and and you do I feel bad for them? No, I don't. I don't feel bad for them at all. I don't feel bad they, for the Lakers. I do feel like. Um, this is not the way um, LeBron should be ending his career or in the twilight of his career, but it's eerily similar to Kobe. Right, exactly. Um, if you think exactly, about them, them last few Laker teams that Kobe were on, they were struggling every year to make the playoffs. Yeah, it, it just – and it felt like it was wasting Kobe's time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just felt like – yeah, it just – and that's what it feels like with efforts from LeBron too. It just feels like you're just wasting LeBron's time, and he should have a better product around him. Um, There's no reason, like you said, for a man to be 37, 38 years old to be your leading scorer and be the heart and soul of the team. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's not fair. I mean, he's playing point guard. He's damn near playing every position. If he could, he I wish he he I bet you he wish he could just pass himself the ball. <laughs> Man, you you ain't lying. It's just real painful to watch. And they can save face, man. They they actually because AD still has some value to him, and Russ still has some value too. I don't know though about the value to Russ because yeah, I'm a, some people say yeah, some people. He's playing himself out the league right now. His decision making just isn't great. Yeah, I, I would. I would take. I I would take um the the corpse of what was John Wall over Russ. <laughs> right, and I don't think nobody's gonna gonna pay all that money. Like to be honest, to get somebody, even if even if he's coming off the books. Next year, I don't think anybody's gonna pay all money to to make sure that he's, you know, on their team. They're not gonna even do that because his effort isn't even there. Mm-hmm. I think you he's doing the ultimate tanking. Yeah, so we're up against it, but I don't know. Let us know what y'all think. Will Will the Lakers even make the play in? Where do you have them ranked in the West? I have them dead last. <laughs> I don't think Tommy's ready to just say they're dead last, but I, he doesn't even have them in the play-in either. So that means they're somewhere between um, 11 and 15th in the West. So, uh, yeah, I can't believe how fast they are. I'm just – they have to play. I don't even know who the hell they can possibly play to even get a victory. That's how bad they're. Maybe the Pistons, the Pacers. They can't, I wouldn't even say the Pacers. I don't think they beat the Pacers. Yeah. Because so. if it's a team that's like that can hustle and as as gritty, Orlando. I don't think like they can. I don't even think they beat. Well, <laughs> yeah, they possibly could beat Orlando, but I don't. Yeah, you're right. I would say Orlando and the Pistons could be a team that have to play. And I don't see those guys on the schedule no time soon, so it's yeah. It's and, tough. and I mean, those those are usually LeBron's um, rest days. He he can't rest now. No, he has to play a game like it's his last game. Yeah, so he, he all they got. <laughs> yeah, and it's who 
that like we said, man, it's it's a it's a trying time. It's a tough time when you got a 37, 38 year old being and butter, man. I just yeah, it's it's tough, man. I don't see it happening for the Lakers this season. They feel like this season is a waste of time. I guess you will watch them and tune in to see if LeBron can catch uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's about it. Yeah, so with that, we'll get out of here. Tune in to Monday. I know we talked about the most disappointing people of 2022. Uh, maybe we'll talk about the people that had a great 2022. <laughs> You know, that's a good one, brother. We can bounce back with that one. I love that. Yeah. So we'll go from doom and gloom to to, to some sunshine. Sounds good. Okay. We'll catch y'all on Monday. Peace.